Happy Thursday. Welcome back to No One Knows Anything. I'm Denise. This is episode five. And we're talking about burnout this week. It's a really good topic. I hope you'll enjoy it. I'm actually shocked that we got to an episode five. And I think I'm going to say this every week. Not even because I'm shocked that people are listening. I'm just shocked that I actually figured out how to record and upload a podcast every week. I'm not even trying to be funny when I say that. Like, it's simpler than I thought for sure. But without fail, every week that I do this, something comes up that just was not in the YouTube tutorials. And your girl has to figure it out. But here we are. We're on week number five. Coming off a pretty rough week. I'm not going to lie. Um, it was just a bad work week. That's all it really was. Now that I'm past it and I'm thinking about it, it really was just a bad work week. And everyone's entitled to those and everyone has them. And I know they're normal, but this one was particularly bad. And I've never had a time where I actually disliked going to work. And it's not necessarily the building that I work in or the people that I work with. Those are all great. And I really have no complaints when it comes to that. I think it just last week really took its toll on your girl. So we're going to get into it a little bit. Um, I figured it was it actually serves as the perfect segue into this week's topic, which is burnout. And in order to talk about burnout, I have no one other than my best friend, soulmate, soul sister, just true life partner, Danielle. You want to say hi to the people? Hey, people. <laughs> She's here. <laughs> um, so like I said, uh, Danielle is like just the greatest human. I met her in grad school, our little speech souls were brought together. Um, so we're both speech therapists. So we'll kind of talk about that a little bit. But I kind of don't want this just to be like about speech therapists, because like we could go on all day about that. I feel like there's so many, every single profession has burnout. So we can kind of tie it into both, um, into everything. This is this is the podcast for the people. Okay, everyone can relate to these things. A fun fact about Danielle and I is our my mom and her dad, our parents, um, grew up around the corner from each other. So it was kind of just like fate that we were meant to be those Raritan Valley, the Raritan Valley blood runs deep. We always say that we always joke about it, but it's true. So she's here. She's getting married in like less than a year now, I next October, <laughs> which is wild. It's coming up. So she's my second wedding that I'm in. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride situation. Totally fine. We're good. It's okay. Um, and I just want to give a shout out to Steven because it's your guys' nine years together anniversary. So That's thanks disgusting. for spending it with me. Record. Thanks for spending <laughs> it with me recording the podcast. I'm like, hey, I'm shout gonna make dinner. Steven. Yeah, shout Steven. I'm like, I'm gonna make dinner and then I have to record the podcast with Denise. Sorry, bye. He gets All it. All good. He gets it. <laughs> um, thanks, Steven, for letting me borrow her. Um, you'll get her back soon. <laughs> Yeah, that's basically it. I mean, we're both like extremely type A, borderline control freaks, a little bit neurotic. And I mean that really, I hope you know, like in the nicest way. Oh, I I don't, I I'm not taking just... offense. I'm like shaking my head here. I'm like, yes, you're yes. And I feel like yeah. when you came to me because you did come to me, like I feel like it was like, like you said, like soulmates. Like I know people say like soulmates can be like, a, a guy or whatever but like I just truly feel like or anyone and I feel like with you like you literally get me and I feel like we like speak the same language without even like talking sometimes so thank god for Monmouth University go Hawks seriously fly together. Hawks. <laughs> you gotta represent um 
yeah, no, I totally agree. I think we just like get it. And I think it's very, in this lifetime, you don't come across many people who day to day for the majority of things experience the same things as you have the same like relationships with people and things as you do. And I I agree. I think we're just like two halves of a whole idiot. (laughs) So here we are. Oh, that was good. And I feel like I'm starting, I mean, I feel like I'm starting every single podcast by just like kissing the butts of my guests, but like, I just love you guys so much. <laughs> um, no, but it's true. And you're like a perfect guest to have on this week episode. So like I said. Why? Because I'm on fire? Because I'm burnt out, Denise? Is that what you're trying to tell oh, me? Oh yeah. She's coming in hot, <laughs> literally with the jokes, people. She'll be here all episode. Uh- <laughs> I'll put her link in bio. Um <laughs> Yeah, so we're talking about burnout. We both experience it on a level professionally. We experience, I think, very similar burnout, but there's also emotional burnout and personal burnout with like family and friends and things like that. So we're going to get into that a little bit. Like I said, your girl's coming off a tough week. We we really are. I've, Like I said, I've never disliked what I do. I really haven't. And last week was the first week where I questioned whether or not I could could do it anymore, wanted to do it anymore, if what I was doing even mattered. I was just kind of numb. And yeah, it was bad. Now that I'm thinking back on it, like I was able to get through the day, but like I was in the nurse, I had a migraine. I literally was at the nurse's office with children who like scraped their knees at recess because I couldn't see because I was so burnt out. I always kind of attribute it to stress, but looking back on it, I was for sure burnt out. And I think the lines between burnout and stress are very blurred sometimes and very rarely does stress, not very rarely, I shouldn't say that. I think most often it's stress, but there are times where like those scales tip and it becomes burnout and that's what I was experiencing. And I was like, I need to talk about burnout on the podcast because this is a real thing. So I got to the point where I, before I go into that, let's talk about burnout versus stress. Stress is when you're like anxious and you're overactive and you have a sense of urgency to like get things done. And it's like that so much to do so little time concept. And you're just like wired and like you get like pain in your neck. Everyone gets like stress neck and things like that. Then there's burnout where you get to the point where you have nothing left to give and you're just exhausted and you have no motivation. And yeah, you have all those same things on your to-do list, but you don't really give a damn if they get done or not that's burnout. And that's where I was last week. Looking back on it, I thought it was just stress, but I for sure was burnt out. I was like very cynical and just was not a happy person. But you know, we slept for like 15 hours. We're back. We're back on the saddle. She's like, I woke up at 10. I'm like, do you have a fever? Like what is going on? It's like, so not you. Yeah. For anyone who might not know me, I truly, my eyeballs open. The second it turns 7 a.m. on the weekends, it's just my internal clock. I cannot avoid it. So for me to turn over and see that the clock breaks 10 a.m., I was I was shocked. And I just knew that it was, it was I think, a culmination of everything, everything coming to a head. Um, well, I've rambled a little. So, so. <laughs> yeah, you going to let me talk? Hello? Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I mean, do you, do you, do you, have you experience burnout at work? You know, it's funny because I feel like not until recently, like, I didn't even realize, like, what burnout was. I'm like, I'm 28. Like, 
there's no time to be burnt out. You know, I have to do this for so long, like, because when you work in a school district, you like literally have to work until you're 80. So I was like, kind of like avoiding realizing that I probably was burnt out. And also because, you know, the school year just started. Um, so I didn't really want to admit the fact that I probably was. Um, so just a little background on me. I like Denise, I'm a speech therapist and also like Denise, I work in a school and also like Denise, I also work in a private practice cause I just want to be like Denise. Anyway, I worked in an elementary school and a high school. And then this year I was changed to a middle school. Um, and I think that like, that was kind of a turning point for me because I feel like I definitely felt the burn a little more once I was in the middle school, just because I think burnout also has to do with kind of like being underappreciated and kind of just like working your ass off and not getting recognition. Preach. And I know that's kind of where your, uh, the tip of the iceberg was last week and part of where your difficult week was, Denise, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think just, I think helping professions as a whole, and I'm not trying to like toot our own horns here, but like Jesse and I talked about this on the first episode. It's just kind of like we have been working nonstop in general, but also the past 18 months. Mm -hmm. And we are expected to save the world and fix all the kids and help all the kids and make them quote unquote normal or catch them up. And the pressure is just sometimes unbearable. I think that also contributed to just, you know, literally the blackout that I had. Um, I think that we do so much more than our job description. And I'm not asking for, you know, the accolades or the praise. I don't need that. I really don't. But I think, you know, of course, internally, it's really hard when you go in day in and day out and you are busting your ass. And, you know, I work with another incredible speech therapist. Shout out Steph. Like we, we just get shit done. And we don't need to be recognized for it. Is the recognition great? Yeah, sure it is. Everyone likes to be recognized for what they're doing. But I think it's the total lack of recognition. And then not even that, but like then people get on your case for things. And then it makes you take a step back and you're like, I just did X, Y, Z. I'm doing all of these things. And now everything is wrong or you still Mm -hmm. want more. And it's like, I have nothing left to give. Like, don't you see all these things that I've done? What else could you possibly want from me? Like, sometimes I just feel like being like, I'm doing the best I can. Like, we're only human. Right. And like, sometimes I literally feel like a robot. And I'm like, you know, you kind of have to dial yourself back and be like, like you said, we're only human. And I feel like not until recently, like someone kind of mentioned to me, like, you know, do you know the signs of burnout? Like, do you... Do you think you're headed in that direction? And I was like, well, I don't really um, know what burnout really is. And I feel like it's also like compassion fatigue was like kind of another concept that was like thrown into um, the mix. And I literally didn't have any idea. And then once I kind of looked into it and I was like, "Mm, I don't think I'm burnt out necessarily yet, but you know, the sparks are definitely there. If you like my analogies, like I said, be here all night. I'm a big analogy girl. So, um, you're on fire. But (laughs) literally Literally. burnout. Ha ha. (laughs) Um, 
No, yeah. Compassion burnout, I think, or compassion fatigue, I think is another big part of it. The emotional burnout. I think people a lot of times just think of burnout in terms of professional burnout because we live in a time where if you're not working hard, you might as well not be working. If you have nothing to show for it, you might as well not be working. Everyone needs to be 100%, 100 miles an hour, all the time, 24-7 to the point where it's like, I think people who have been home now like and working from home for the past two years, I think the burnout is probably even more real because now it's kind of like those lines between work and home are blurred. There's no separation. People are unable to turn off. And That's exactly it. Yeah. And like, I find that even like if I have some paperwork that needs to get done and I could do it during the day while I'm at work at school, or I can be like, oh, you know what? I'll just save that. It's easy. I'll do it at home. But like, why? Why do I do that? Just no, because or it's like, easy? Yeah. Or like, I'll do it at home while I'm watching TV. Like, and that's not okay. You know, right. like you kind of, and I have a really hard time turning myself off. So I probably should maybe take my own advice, but it's really, I think, difficult when we kind of A, have the personalities that we have and B, just like are unable. I, I almost feel like sometimes like literally unable to do it because until like I finish everything that I get done, I'm not satisfied, you know? Yeah. And I also think that people think, and I'm guilty of this too, like if you take a break that you're lazy or if you don't do anything productive for work on the weekend, you're lazy or you know what I mean? But like, especially us, we work in a school, we have contracted hours. We really do not have to work outside those contracted hours. We do because it's our personality types and it makes our lives easier and things like that. And, you know, we want to be the best that we can be. So it just, it's just the type of people that we are, but you don't have to. And I think it's really hard. Like I talk about social media on the podcast a lot, but I think it's really important. Like we live in a time where you can feel like if you're not productive, then you're falling behind. Like, because no matter where you look, someone's going to be working, but maybe they didn't just work five days. Maybe their schedule is different. You know what I mean? Maybe this is their work day, but like, we're just so conditioned to believe that like, oh, if that person is working and doing all these things and I'm not, I'm taking a break or I'm not even answering an email, I'm falling behind. They're more successful than me. They're doing better. They have X, Y, Z. And like, it's just not true. But like you said, it's so hard to just totally turn yourself off because of that. Yeah. And I feel like something that really resonated with me, probably like my first year. So like at that point I was like, writing evaluations over the weekend, you know, prepping over the weekend, spending so much time like looking for materials. And my coworker at the time was like, why are you doing that? She's like, no one's thinking about you while they're home. Like you don't need to be thinking about your work while you're at home. And I was like, wow, that's really true. So like a lot of the times I honestly like really try my best not to bring stuff home because it really is important to kind of foster relationships. And, you know, um, like I said, so I live with Steven, like, you know, I, when I'm home, like I should be hanging out with him or like hanging out with friends and stuff and not thinking about like Johnny's evaluation or, you know, putting together a schedule. And I find myself guilty of it still because I think checking those boxes makes me feel accomplished. Right. The gratification from a to-do list is, you can't compare it. Love a good to-do list, honestly. Like literally sometimes I will write things on a to-do list that I already did just so I could cross it off and feel good about myself. That's a fun fact about myself, which is pathetic. But, you know, we're being candid here. So. No, it's so true. And I'm sure more people, I mean, I'm guilty of it. I know. I mean, Steph, I'm, like, I'm just going to expose stuff. Like, we both do it. Like, 
we make to-do lists and like, I'm like, oh, I already did this. But like, it is nice to just like see it crossed off because you feel more mm-hmm. productive. It's like these vicious like mind games that like will like rip you to shreds, seriously. But Absolutely. I kind of like derailed this a little bit because that's what I do here. Um, and I don't know what I'm doing, hence no one knows anything. Um, <laughs> you talked a little bit about um, emotional, what was it, fatigue? Compassion fatigue. Compassion compassion fatigue. And I think that's so interesting in terms of burnout because you literally have more friends and know more people than any (laughs) human I know. And I'm not even just saying, like, you really do. You know so many people. And not even that you just know them. You have, like, strong built relationships with everyone that you come across. And I think that's just a testament. I think it's just a testament to who you are as a person because, like, you genuinely Mm -hmm. just care about the people around you. And you have so many people like people say like, oh, have a close circle. But, like you have a big circle, but like you have such close relationships with everyone in that circle. And I just think that's really cool and it should be noted. But Thanks. people don't realize that. I don't know how I want to phrase this. I guess people say you need to fill your cup, right? Everyone's heard that mm-hmm. that phrase like, oh, you can't pour from an empty cup. You need to fill your cup in order to fill others kind of thing. And yeah, you can fill your cup in terms of like spending time with people, going out, having a good time, you know, like going to happy hour after work, things like that. That's what I think people think of when they hear that phrase and they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, you need to like recharge. But if you're experiencing burnout, that's the worst thing that you can do because you're, you're ignoring like the exhaustion and the fatigue and everything that comes with it. Yeah. And I feel like Honestly, sometimes like when you feel like that from work, it kind of is like upsetting because like on the weekends, literally, I just want to like lay horizontally and like be a vegetable sometimes. And like you said, like I like to be social. I like hanging out with friends, doing things. But like I feel like sometimes like like you said before, like it's okay to have a lazy day. And I think that it's kind of hard to sometimes do that and like realize that with with friends and people that you care about yeah. because I think also by nature you and I have this in common we're just people pleasers so like you never yes. you never <laughs> want to say no to someone you never want to say like oh I can't make it unless you have a valid excuse and in right. our heads I think we're just conditioned to believe that like I'm just tired and mm-hmm. I emotionally can't handle brunch like right. people I think people now are more accepting of that as an excuse I think it's like becoming a little bit more normalized but like it's still you don't want to say that to someone no and I feel like I always like I need an excuse when in reality you don't like I someone told me recently that they literally take one weekend per month and like that's like mental health weekend like she'll go hiking with her dog or like take care of herself and I was like wow like I wish I could do that but like I feel like saying no is something I have a difficult time with. Right. So it's hard. And then you find yourself stretched too thin. And because any free time, like your weekend or a day off or anything is spent with people and being social, which is great, but it can also then lead to a lack of that like self-care and recharge that you need. Right. And then that's how you really, like you said, stretch yourself thin. And then the burnout is real at 28 years old exactly and we're too i mean you're old because you're 28 but we're too young (laughs) we're too young to like experience this and i think it's only getting worse unfortunately yeah i think it's just and we're not even in like a stress i mean okay i'm not trying to like water our profession down but like there's 
definitely more stressful jobs than what we have. For sure. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not trying to like invalidate like what we do, but it's like, you know, it's, it's crazy. Like, right. Even within like school buildings, like administration is a more stressful, stressful job. Ugh. I can't talk. Administration has. Do you need help with that? I do. Yeah. Do you know a speech therapist? <laughs> nope. She's burnt. Yeah. She's burnt out. Um, Like administration has a much more stressful job than we do. Right. In most cases. And it's like, it, it's hard. It's just fi- hard finding the balance. It's hard not to feel guilty about being burnt out. I think that's another, like, I felt like very guilty because I know last week I was not as effective at work as I could have been. Mm-hmm. I was just like. There, it's it just it is what it is that's the reality of the situation and yeah. I've never like I said I've never had a week like that where I just didn't care and not like I love my job I really do and I love what mm-hmm. I do and I do obviously care about the kids that I see but I mentally my brain was short-circuiting I was like glitching inside like my eye like I couldn't see out of one of my mm-hmm. eyes that's when you know like you're past the point of stress like this is we're done there's nothing left to give and you can't recharge having nothing left by then like going out and doing things and things like that like you need to take that time and shut your brain off it's literally like pull pull it out plug it back in and recharge it and it resets you know what I mean like that's literally what you have to do for your brain and I feel like that's like if anything I've learned I mean gosh it's only almost November and like we have a many more months to go but like I feel like it's important to realize and recognize you know what the signs are kind of and also like know how to handle yourself like you know like you you know yourself best and like how like you can kind of deal with like I said realizing that you feel burnt out and then how to kind of get yourself back on track and like recharge Right. Sense. Right. Like as much as I would have loved to have been like social and gone out and things like that. And I did do things this weekend, but I knew that I couldn't. And I think that's, and that's just, okay. Right. That's okay. I think two years ago, three years ago, grad school, Denise, like would not have thought that was okay. I would have been even more stressed out thinking about all the time that I lost. And I think yes. that's also just like with maturing and things like that, we're much more like cemented in our jobs things like that we can kind of have that like laissez-faire attitude to an extent but it's real and you need to know the signs so if you're feeling like you have nothing left to give and I don't mean that like in a funny way like actually if you have nothing left to give take a day off of work Take the day. Yes. I should have taken the day. I walked in that morning and I turned to my coworkers and I said I should have taken off today I said it multiple times throughout the day. My head kept hurting more. I couldn't see. I was, I, nothing was happening behind these eyes. Like it was just, I was going through the motions and it's not fair to me. It's not fair to anyone I'm working with. It's not fair to anyone who is expecting something from me. It's not fair to the kids that I see. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, I saw this really interesting quote and it says, burnout's what, burnout is what happens when you try to avoid being human for too long. And that really, yeah, it is so true. I think it's like a little, it seems a little extreme, but it's true. Like plants need water and sunlight. Humans need days off and sleep. Mental health days. No. And I think that like, I feel like it's kind of like not, you know, if I were to take a day off and like I have taken mental health days, but like I feel guilty, but like, why should I feel guilty? Like you need to take care of yourself. Like 
no one's going to take care of yourself if you, I mean, people will take care of you, but you know what I mean? Like you need to make sure that you take care of yourself yep. first. Exactly. Because no one is right. Cause no one's going to take care of you internally and emotionally. Right. It, like no one's going to know the like, person in charge of that. Exactly. Like no one's going to be like, Hey Denise, are you burnt out? Like only you can really know what your limits are. Right. And kind of read yourself and, and make the decision from there. Right. So. And I think it's funny actually, like when I was sitting there, like, half dead at school, um, that people only started asking me like how I was feeling and like if it was stress or burnout once I had already reached that point. Yes. So it's like leading into it, it's like, oh, like it'll get done. It'll get better. Like it'll die down eventually. You're going to have some downtime, things like that. And like you love those, like that little bit of like false hope. It like gets you through. But then you're sitting there with an ice pack on your head and your head down on a table and it's like, you know, late. what, what really is it? And I'm like, where right. do I begin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean? I know. And you really have to be cognizant of like knowing those signs, I feel like. And like I said, I don't think I, it really came to light until someone said like those words burnout. And I was like, well, like I said before, like I can't be burnout. Like it's burnt out. It's not, you know, I'm so young. I'm literally four years into my career, but I think that there's like it can go into waves and like, there's definitely like waves of burnout and that's perfectly fine. Agreed. 100% agreed. I also think that, and I don't know why this is like cool. Like people think, at least I get this vibe. People think it's cool to be the person like the most stressed out or have the most going on. People love to say that they're the busiest. Why? Yes. Yes. I, I don't know, but it's not a cute look. It's not. It's really not. I'm like, no. m- m- like, pawn some of that stuff off on other people if you can. Like, why do you always want to be the busiest? Why do you always want to be the chick without a head? People. Like, yeah, no. Especially like where we work, like in schools, like you're not getting a raise for working no. harder. So right. like work smarter, not harder. Oh, I like that. That's that. And, I, and I know like in other professions, that's not always the case. Like you do have to like prove yourself. I totally 100% get that. I get that we're in kind of like a niche little like teacher school staff pocket. Mm-hmm. But still, why is it the cool thing to look like the most stressed person in the room? Why is it cool to come in and be like, oh, I only got two hours of sleep last night because I was up like finishing a report. Like, why is that cool? No. It makes, me feel that. Ba- it makes me feel bad for you. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm coming off eight hours of of nice REM cycle sleep. <laughs> like that's, that's all there is to it. But yeah, burnout's real. I, I'm going to post some things, um, to the Instagram, um, at Noah knows underscore pod. If you'd like to follow along on the podcast on Instagram, I posted something that I really love that I heard, um, in preparation for this episode. And it's, you're not required to set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. And I think I it just that. speaks for itself. Like you don't have to get to the point where you are like burning just so like everything else around you can stay status quo. No one's asking that of you. I think that's just pressure that we put on ourselves. So if yeah. you want to, I'm going to put um, some things about like stress versus burnout. I'll put like a little carousel post thing um, because there's some really, really good stuff out there. And I think that people just assume that it's stress, but you might be at the burnout stage, you might have gone through burnout and not realized it. And it'll just help you realize for next time. And maybe you can either avoid it or help yourself get through it a little bit better. So no one knows underscore pod if you want to check that out or just, you know, give the podcast some support. 
Um, I think I finally decided this is a very exciting, pivotal moment in the history of No One Knows Anything. I have finally decided how I want to kind of structure my get to know my guests. So (laughs) on the experiment, okay, something I don't know if like a lot of people know this about me, but I love like rankings. Like I love to know people's like top threes or top fives. And I think when people, my dad does this and it makes me so mad. And if you're listening, hi dad, sorry, but you do this and it makes me so mad. Like I'll ask him like, okay, like something will come up and I'll say, what's your, what are your favorite three movies? Like if you can only watch three movies for the rest of your life, what would they be? And he's like, I don't know. What do you care? Why why do I only have three? He asks all the follow-up questions. And I think when people don't have opinions on arbitrary things, that, like, you just don't have a personality. So, Dad, I know you have a personality, but, like, just be a little better and play along. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> but I just think it's, like, funny. I just love getting inside people's minds. Like, your top threes or your favorite, like, what would be your la- your death row meal? Things like that. I just think it's so interesting. And I think you could tell a lot about a person. So. Oh, gosh. Well, maybe he needs to come on the podcast because he doesn't know anything about what his opinion is. So maybe so you should have true. him on and, he knows and just quiz him. About having favorites. Other yeah, than children. True. Because I know I'm number one. Oh, oh, that was snap. good. There she is. Um, but I think what we're going to do is I'm gonna, we're going to do a top three in terms of like the topic, things that we've talked about, and then something a little like obscure that I've just come up with off the top of my head and that the internet has supplied me, to be honest with you. So we'll get started. What are top your top three ways that you avoid burnout or get through burnout if you're experiencing it? If you had to shed some knowledge to the people. Okay. Um, this is something I actually was thinking before and I didn't want to like bring it up again. So I I'll say it now. I don't think burnout is like one size fits all. Um, I think that like people might be, it might be happening a little like faster, like there's different signs and stuff. So I definitely think like my ways that I deal with burnout are like might be different for other people. Um, I'm not, I can't rank them, Zanice. I'm sorry. Like, okay, you I, don't have. No, they don't have to be one, two, three. three. But like, if you can come up with three, like, really yeah. good ones, just play along. <laughs> okay. Three ways to avoid burnout, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first one, this is, this is more self-care and not really burnout, but, like, I love to shop. So I think that a lot of times, like, I think, okay, so this is how I'll kind of relate it to, for other people. Like, find other things to occupy your time. So, like, for me, like, I like to shop. Um, so, like, I'll do, like, online shopping and, like, probably, like, drop all my money there. And, like, then I'll feel better about myself. And I could also wear those clothes to work where I'm feeling burnt out. So, like, exactly. at least I look cute even though I'm, like, dying you know, inside. Dying on the inside. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's how we're the same people. There we are. Um, another thing I think is really important is, like, like physical, um, like occupying your mind, like physically. So like I recently started running, um, and I feel like that's something helpful. Like I think a a lot of like ways to help yourself avoid burnout is kind of just to, is through self care, honestly, and like making sure. Yeah. And like making time for other things. So, um, find something like whether it's like running or like, I don't know, like any physical activity, like I think, I learned that like doing physical exercise like releases like these, I'm not going to act like I'm a scientist. Endorphins, but, like, baby. Endorphins. Yeah, that was the word. I knew it. Um, so yeah, I think that's a really good one. And then the other one I think is just like spending time with people that like make you light up, you know, like, mm-hmm. so like making you, I'm trying to like, you know, 
tie your little quote into it, but like, you're doing a good job. I feel like, thank you so much. I feel like making, like feeling good through people who make you feel good. Yeah. You know, I always Um, send, like, I always send you quotes. Like if I come across Instagram or something, if I see a quote that says spend time with people or be near people who are the human equivalent of sunshine, I always send that to Danielle because like, yes, she is that for me. And like, (laughs) it might not be for everyone and that's fine. Something else that I've noticed is like, you don't have to like everyone because like not everyone likes you. So it's like, just spend time with people who make you happy. Yes. Definitely. Exactly. No, I, I agree. So I don't really know if th- that's really helpful for the, for the listeners out there, but like, that's kind of how I kind of deal with myself and for burnout, my stressful situations. Yeah. yeah. No, mine are kind of the same. I think totally shutting off any work related, or if it's like, if you're feeling like from your relationships and stuff, like remove yourself from the situation completely. You have to, mm-hmm. that's the only way to truly get over anything but really burnout you like you just have to cut it off whether it's mm-hmm. an hour two hours uh whatever it is you have to just like avoid it I think exercise is a big one endorphins and I don't like exercising but I think like it's it really helps your mental space yeah and then I yeah, yeah. I think anything that you can do for yourself that just makes you happy mm-hmm. like just do that like you don't have to care what other people think that's like something that I've learned like through this podcast too. Like I'm sure people are judging me for starting this podcast and like preaching to the choir kind of thing. But like, I don't care. It makes me happy. Like some people like it. So I'm just going to keep doing it and I don't really care. So Absolutely. If this is what helps me get through burnout. Like up yours kind of, you know, <laughs> <laughs> love um, it. No, but yeah, I think there's, like you said, there's no one size fits all. So whatever makes you happy, just go out and do that and you'll, help yourself in the long run yeah all right now are you ready this one you kind of have to rank I'm gonna be mad if you don't rank it okay I could do it okay top five places that you would have in your ideal food court if you had to pick five places does that have to be chain foods or no nope it can be any like mall type restaurant I guess okay number one is Ico. What's which Ico? is a sushi place near me. Okay. Sushi place. We're Great place. Real niche. We're gonna... I knew you'd well, go sushi. You, you no, told I me. I know. I appreciate it. I haven't had sushi in a long time, so I think that's why it's up there. I'm going to do like a variety. Okay. Um, Because I have a I have a pretty uh expanded palate. Is that the word? What is yeah. it called? Like a... No, whatever. you have a pretty okay. like... You have a pretty good palate. Expansive yeah. maybe? Is that the word? Yeah. I don't know. I'm so bad with vocabulary and I'm even worse at spelling. I thought I was going to come on this podcast and talk about how I don't know anything about how to spell and also about movie stars. Because if you put Kim Kardashian and Khloe Kardashian in front of me, I have no idea. Oh, yeah. If this was a visual kind of medium, (laughs) you know, I would be throwing celebrity pictures up there. And guys, Danielle does not know anybody. It's actually (laughs) wild to me. Like, I think my father knows more of like the Kardashians and what they look like that Danielle does. It's wild. I do not follow those people. I don't know. You know what? There's like, I feel like, well, I feel like I don't have anything to do with their life. Yeah, that's so true. So why would I care? But I, that's not true because I feel like other people I do follow, but them, I, I don't know. It's just, it's whatever. So, okay. Sushi, um, Chick-fil-A. Classic. Um, has to be some kind of pizza place in there. I don't really care. Yeah. Side note, I went to go buy a pizza pie today in the middle of the day and it was closed. What? Like a chain mom and pop restaurant? 
Yeah, mom and pop. Like the That's pe- weird. It was my coworker's birthday, and I was going to bring her pizza because I was so hungry. Kind so of I you. was like, mm. I know. Closed. <laughs> anyway, um, pizza, some kind of Chinese. Well, I don't know because Asian sushi is kind of like the same. No, but like a Panda Express is vastly different than a sushi place. Yeah, but like, oh, no, you know what? Like a, um, P- a P.F. Chang's. Ooh, that's a good like, one. Quick one. Um, and then what's going to be my last one? Oh, trashy Taco Bell. Yeah, baby. I feel like that's a crowd pleaser. I feel like I could have I anyone on the Bell. podcast and Taco Bell would be in that grouping. Yep. So final rankings. We got sushi. We got Chick-fil-A. We got yep. pizza. P.F. Chang's and Taco Bell. Yeah, I think so. Honestly, it sounds great. That is you, you need a variety. Show. Exactly. Yeah. You never know what you're gonna be in the mood for. I think that was Precisely. that was that was really well done, in my opinion. That was really fun. Honestly, I like that. See, I love everyone food, so. loves a top five. Yes. I don't know why. Like, people get so like weird about it, but I think it's so fun, and I just love hearing people's top fives. I don't know why. Yeah. No, I. That's a good one. Also, side note, notification on my phone just now says order airy clothing so that's how what that's what i'm doing to take care of myself people that's where we're at people reminders and now i'm gonna order some clothes some people look at it as sickness we look at it as self-care tomato tomato return and then i make money right yeah that's just sick (laughs) great (laughs) avoiding burnout maybe don't take that page out of danielle's book but the rest of it yeah she was spitting facts people thanks for coming on the podcast i had such thanks for having me a good time did you so enjoy fun. yourself? Was it fun? Oh my gosh, so fun. Everyone listening, you need to come on. Yeah. She's so smart. Please, she's so wise. Please DM she me if so you cute. want to come on the podcast. I'm not even kidding. Like I have some things that like I know I want to do and people that, you know, are lined up to come on, but I just want to promote people and shoot the shit, really. I think it's just fun. It's Loved a really it. good creative outlet. And I think once you kind of get in a groove and start a conversation, like and you see where it goes and you learn a lot about people and like you realize that yeah. you have more in common with people than you think. Even someone who maybe, I mean, we actually share a brain, so I knew we were going to have a lot in common, but true for anyone listening, please DM me at Noah knows underscore pod on the Instagram, um, on the Instagram. Am I a hundred years old on Instagram at <laughs> no one knows underscore pod. Thank you. I promise. I'm, you might be older than me. I don't know. Oh, I probably am in my I brain th- with that comment. Um, Leave five stars, write a comment, come back for more. We're dropping episodes every Thursday. We're really trucking along here. Not sure how many. I, I just can't wait to see where this thing goes, to be honest with you. I just like, I get a little excited every time. And I know it's pretty cheesy and corny, but it is what it is. So leave five stars, write a comment, come back for some more next week on Thursday. And I will talk to you again soon. 